back to Gardening with Angelo on News Radio WTAM 1100. Once again, Angelo Petit. You're listening to Gardening with Angelo, our phone number, area code 216-578-1100 or 216-578-1111. Morning, get out with Angelo. Hello, good morning. Yeah, good morning. I got three quick ones for you, Angelo. I put uh, three grape plants in in the spring, and it seems like they're taking forever to grow. They're two foot tall. What's the best fertilizer for them? I would just use plantone and iron tone. You know, in the first year, the first year, the grapes uh, really focus on getting uh, the roots really established. So you're not going to get, uh, you know, a crazy amount of growth. But uh, you will next year. Uh, you will find that the next year they'll be uh, fully rooted into the ground. Uh, the growth will be a totally different uh, than it is now. But the first year, gotcha. uh, don't don't expect, uh, you know, a, a crazy amount of growth because, like I said, they have, uh, they really uh, get themselves. Now, when it comes a little bit later on in the summer, uh, you will see more growth, but next year is when you're going to see the, those long vines and kind of to, to kind of train it the way you want it to go. Gotcha. But uh, plantain and iron is uh, really great. It's a very uh, slow organic uh, food for it. Uh, works okay. really really well. And uh, amaryllis, you spoke about two weeks ago. I've got one now. It's got leaves on a two foot long. I want to take that out and put a couple other bulbs in, new ones. Uh-huh. You said you can do that? Yep, absolutely. Uh, uh, get, get, get like a 10-inch pot and put three of them in there. Uh, oh, three new ones plus the one I've got? No, no, two. Three total. Okay, three, three total. Uh, so put those in there. Uh, the bulbs need to be half in and half out. So half of the bulb needs to be exposed, the other half um, in the soil. Uh, okay. And, um, you know, just uh, are they dormant, the, the other two? The oh, other, I haven't bought them yet. Okay. Yeah, uh, when you get them this fall, uh, they will be dormant. Uh, okay. So you can go ahead and um, put those in. Now, those are have already been cooled, so those are going to bloom um, generally around the Christmas um, uh, time. The okay. one that you the one that you already have, that will bloom late February, middle of March, and they will last a lot longer. Just okay. keep them, keep them as an ever as an evergreen. Do not, uh, you don't cut them back. Don't dormitize them. Just let them grow. Um, it takes about three years, but uh, you will be quite amazed. Three years from now, that will have that will bloom for about four four to five months. Okay. Uh, starting now, start, starting in, starting in March and going all the way to July. Okay. My buddy's got three plum trees. He's had them for twenty, thirty years. They're probably thirty foot tall. He's never had plums bigger than a nickel and they fall off yeah, and very few plums yeah, what's the problem they, they, you know they're just getting you know with plums you have to do a tremendous amount of spraying you got to be very regimented another thing with plums you really have to trim them you have to take you have just have to leave a few main branches on there so that the fruit is concentrated uh, on those branches uh, if you don't trim them uh, the 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 branching is so thick um, to where it takes all the energy and it really tries to make plums on each on each one of those, uh, and you wind up with um, you know with either very very little or none. Uh, so yeah. so so th- you know if he wants plums, just time to really trim that thing up, get rid of all. He's got to get rid of about fifty sixty percent of the branching, kind of pick and choose the branches that he wants, and then leave those and then. Take all those little branches that they're all over the place. Those all need to be taken out. And every year, 
uh, when it comes, uh, you know, in the, in the winter, he needs to do that. Just kind of keep it clean, take all the the suckers off. They they have a tendency to be overloaded with suckers. Same and, as a tomato plant, the one that yeah, in the, exactly. Right. And they, you know, they take all the energy out, and they don't have any. There's no fruit, or if they do fruit, the fruit stays very small, or it falls off. Then gotcha. the spray, then the spraying, he really needs to get on a, on a spraying program. He has to spray them with dormant uh, dormant oil. Before they they start out, then he has to go to all season oil. After the uh, the flowers have uh, come out and the, the petals have fallen off, and then stay on a, on a spray program. They're very susceptible to insect. They're, they're just they're a lot of maintenance. But, gotcha. But they can you know they can produce a, a tremendous amount of fruit. But that's what it takes. Right. Okay. Thanks a lot. All right. You have a great day. Yep. Bye bye. Morning, our Angelo. Hello, Morning, good Angelo. Good morning. How are we doing? Good. How are you today? Doing great. Thank you. I'm calling about uh, pruning or cutting back a... I have a silver maple in my yard, and a lot of the limbs have grown like horizontally uh, from the tree, which hang over my drive, and they're pretty yeah. low now, especially yeah. with the rains. Uh, is now a good time to cut, and does it matter how much I cut back some of these limbs to uh, you know create some more headspace? Yeah, you can go ahead and yeah, you can cut those back anytime, especially with you know, silver maples. Um, they have a tendency to, to do a lot of, a lot of wood dropping at this time of the year. Uh, they're, okay. they're brittle. Uh, so anything that's in your way, anything that does not need to be there, just go ahead and trim it. You're not going to hurt the tree one bit. Okay. So it doesn't matter. Like if I take like four or five feet off of one yeah. at the end. To, Ab- okay. Absolutely. Not a problem. Okay. Not a problem. And all the little inner growth. All uh, the inner growth. Yeah. You too? can trim, you can get trim all that off. The, the only thing that you don't want to do now, take big limbs off that, that should, you know, or a major pruning. Uh, but as far as you know, cl- cleaning it up so that it you know it's it, it creates the environment that you want, uh, mm-hmm. not a problem. You can take as much of that as you want. Okay, what uh, what diameter of limb would you stop at as far like, as like cutting back? S- six inch, six inch. Or oh more. no, these yeah, yeah. some of these are like only an inch and a half, yeah, inches. Yeah, so. yeah, okay. take, yeah. Take, you know, when you take them off, don't leave any stubs. You know, the, when you make the cut. Make sure there's a you know a branch there. Or don't leave like stick like stubs of uh, wood with no growth on it. All it's going to do is going to dry up, and that that's okay. really that really creates an area for insects to lay all their eggs in. So uh, make okay. a clean cut where there's a branch that this way the, that heals over, and it kind of okay. seals it up. Okay. Okay. Now. Would it be good to spray that end that you cut with, uh, like, a sealer's pruning spray? No. You, you, no. you can, but it's not going to really do a whole lot. Very good. Thank you, Angelo. Have All a right. Day. Have a great Take day. Care. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Morning, get out with Angelo. Hello. Hello. Yes, good morning. Good morning. Uh, I have a couple of questions. So last year I brought I bought three Rebecca Clematis. One is in a spot. It's not very happy, kind of feeble kind of growth. Can I move that now to a better spot? I would wait until fall. Okay. Or, or yeah, the other two are in a spot. They they seem to be doing pretty well. They had a lot of vigorous growth in the spring, lots of flowers. Uh, but now the flowers are spent, yep. and the plant so is just kind of cut that sitting off. there. Cut that off. Uh, how, cut, how cut, much? Cut the, plant, cut the plant off like halfway. Okay. And the, 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 the new growth that you're going to get, that's where the buds will be again. They will rebloom. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because nothing's happening. Like yeah, that. it will rebloom. They, they, they bloom all spring. Then mm-hmm. when they get done, just cut them back. 
uh, the okay. new growth will set all the buds up and that, that you'll have another wave of uh, blooms uh, for quite a while. Okay. So my last question is um, I just have a regular city lot and I have a small shed. Behind the shed there's this sort of like this dead zone of maybe 10 by 20 feet. So it's either weeds or mud and um, I want to put something in there that will kind of just keep growing and just prevent the weeds and yeah. stop how, the how, how shady is it? Um, not, I would say you get some, some you, light. You, you it's get, a complete shade. But you, you get like five, six hours of light? Of probably, the, yeah. Yeah, grasses would be the best thing. Mean like, like ornamental like, grasses? Like ornamental grasses, like penicillin. Okay. Uh, you get some of those larger grasses. Um, you know, you you plant that you kind of scatter those. Uh, I think that will that will look good, and uh, it really solves the problem uh, to where you you don't have to worry about it. But you will always have something nice to, there. To, it's going to get better and better every year, and it really doesn't take any maintenance whatsoever, outside okay. of you cutting them down. You know, when it comes, uh, uh, you know, early spring or midwinter, you just uh, you know take the. Uh, the dried up uh, plumes, just cut those down to the ground. That that's really uh-huh. your only maintenance that you're going to have. Feed okay. them well. Feed them well in the spring, and um, that's really about uh, all it takes. But I think that would that would look very uh, attractive uh, with uh, not much work whatsoever. Okay. Is there another option for something that? Well, have you, any you, you can you know you can use uh, a ground cover like you know you can use a juga. Uh, Juga is a ground cover that um, uh, does very well in a you know in a partial shaded area. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'd have to build up the uh, the soil a little bit so that you would have okay. uh, some good soil for that to, to grow on. Maybe about like three four inches of, of uh, good soil in there. Okay. Um, that would be a that would be another good option. You can use uh, ground covers. Uh, ground covers are just a little bit more maintenance. That that was uh, see with the grasses. What you can do once you plant them. You can actually put a weed um, weed barrier uh, on the ground, um, or you can use a newspaper, uh, like sections of a newspaper. Uh, put that down, kind of cut it so it wraps the grass around. Put a little mm-hmm. bit of mulch on top. That will that will let the water through, but it will not let any weeds come through. Okay. Um, and the once that gets all established and the seeds are gone, uh, I was just when you said behind the shed, I was just looking for something that'd be very low maintenance for you to and yeah, still and still look really nice. Yeah, that's what I was. Yeah, looking I, I, for. I, I, these, yeah, I would. I, you know, if it was me, the the grass choice would be a, a much. What would be your first choice? The, the name of it? The, the, all the panacetums. You know, there's a there's a whole uh, bunch of them. Uh, a lot of different varieties. A lot of different heights. You can kind of take a look at what you like best. Okay. Uh, there's variegated ones. There's green ones. There's red ones. Uh, okay. So you can just uh, you can use a mixture of them. They grow. They, you can mix them, and they'll be uh, uh, really attractive. Um, yeah, just. Uh, but I think that would. Um, I said for an area where you don't really want to, you know, fuss a whole lot with that. That's right. a very very easy option. Ground covers okay. work, but they take a lot more maintenance. Okay. Well, and maybe, yeah, I just don't want, I, I've had some grasses that were very invasive, and uh, I don't want to go that yeah, the pe- Yeah, the penicetum uh, are not invasive. Oh, good. You know, okay. so, yeah, you, you, you know, stay away from the invasive varieties, then you'll find them everywhere. But okay. uh, all the clump, the, the clump variety, the penicetum, uh, you know, like these little bunnies, the little, the shorter ones, there's, there's like I said, there's a, a whole bunch of them. Uh, just ask them, just make sure that they are not the invasive varieties. 
Okay. Okay. Thank you very much. All right. Well, you have a great day. Yep. Bye-bye. Morning, get out Angelo. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. How are we doing? Oh, so far, so good. Um, I trimmed a little bit on a burning bush, and when I went underneath it, uh, there's a lot of suckers underneath there, and I wanted to, I cut them down, but I want to know how I can get rid of them so they don't keep coming back. What I would do is when it comes next spring, though you can't do it now, but when it comes in the spring, at the um, end of, um, between the end of March and the middle of April, I would just go ahead and cut the bush a lot, a little bit harder, get get into the older wood, so you can force some growth out of the bottom, and that should that should really cover the whole plant all the way down to the ground, without worrying about any suckers. Okay, but they're like about right now they're about four inches high and they're pretty sturdy. But they, can they, I cut are, are they come, too, or yeah, no? you get, yeah, you know, go ahead and cut those off. Yeah, absolutely. Are There's they, nothing I could put on to keep them from growing. No, not really, not really. Yeah, you don't want to go that route. Just kind of make ground level. They'll, 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 they should take care of. Are those coming out of the ground? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Basically, what it is that uh, some seeds, uh, sometimes if they get under stress, the seed will drop in there, and they will, depending on how the uh, the weather goes, they will stratify them and actually germinate. That's that's what you got there. Okay, now, and but but cut that at, cut cut that at ground level and it'll be fine. Uh, that should do it. Okay. Now in the spring you said to cut cut it back. How much can I cut it back? You so can right, you can cut it back oh. as, as as hard. Right now you can just kind of touch it up. Yeah, but next right. by next spring you can take that back as much as half or even more than that off. Good, yeah, because it's getting up to my windows. And yeah, I didn't want it. yeah. When it, the best time to do is it, it's usually between the end of March and middle of April. You want to wait until you see those little beads, like on the uh, on the stems, uh-huh. uh, that they're 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 starting to actively grow. You don't want to do it when they're dormant because you wind up with a whole bunch of dead wood if you do it before. Okay. And one more question. I'm going to be putting in a raised bed in the backyard, and I have a tree that didn't take, and I'm going to have to return it. Uh, what would I? Uh, what do you suggest I put back there? I had a, uh, a Japanese maple that I have for like 25 years, and I had to get that removed. Um, but I had the weeping cherry died on me. I don't know so, why. So the uh, so the um, uh, the bed where the, the area where you're putting it in, you removed the Japanese maple. Was there a trunk there that was ground up or anything like that? Uh, the whole thing was removed, really. There's yeah. No so, so so they took the, they took the roots out and then they just right. okay. Um, yeah, I mean you can put um, you know from an ornamental tree you can you know you can use uh, uh, this. Tree lilacs, uh, tree eyed ranges, uh, those are much easier, uh, to grow, especially the tree eyed ranges, uh, you get blooms pretty much all summer long. Uh, those are excellent choices, to, you know, to put in there. Uh, you can use, uh, we, um, uh, red buds. Uh, there's a lot of new varieties of red buds that they are absolutely spectacular. Um, those, that, those are the ones that I would look at for ornament. Um, as far as um, or, or put a Japanese maple back in there. Japanese maple, I think the landscaper is going to do it. Suggested another Japanese maple because it did so well. Yeah, Even they, though, yeah, you know, we moved the uh, sweeping cherry about three feet over from where the base of the Japanese maple was. I don't know if that had any. Problem. No, no, I don't. I don't think so. I think if you know, I think if if it was a tree that was ground up. 
and you had the grindings there, uh, I would say that would have been part of the problem. But since they removed the roots, that is not that is not the problem. The um, I said you know the uh, you can look at um, you know hydrangea trees are, are really spectacular. A lot of these new varieties now are just amazing uh, for the for the color through the summer. Um, if you're looking for some color, Japanese maple is going to give you foliage color pretty much from spring all the way until until fall. Uh, it's just a matter of what um, you know what you're you know what what you're looking to uh, to, to have there. Uh, but either all of those all of those varieties will be great choices. Okay, thank you very much. All right, well you have a great day. Yeah, bye bye. Morning, get out with Angelo. Hello, good morning. Good morning, Angelo. How we doing? Yeah, all right. Hey, I've got another peony question for you. My uh, neighbor's moving out. He's got two established peonies in his front yard. Told me I could dig them up and have them. Okay. Uh, I plan planning on separating them. I was wondering what, what you suggest I should do with them uh, now. Uh, I wouldn't separate them. Not now. Uh, when when uh-huh. is he moving? What can in you do? two what, weeks. In two weeks, okay. Yeah. Uh, what I would do right now, I would just dig the whole clump. Uh-huh. You know, get a get a, a spot ready for you to yeah. to put them in. Uh, just dig I got the, a spot ready already. Yeah, just dig the whole clump and put it in there. Don't worry uh-huh. about separating anything. Uh, when okay. you uh, when you uh, when you put it in, make sure that you put the level of the soil now is the same as where you're going to put it in. Don't bury yes. it. Okay. Let okay. it let it go for a year. Let it let it um, you know let it uh, reestablish itself. Then next mm-hmm. summer in August, that would be the time that if you want to dig it up and divide it, uh, that would be okay. the time to do. It. I would not do that now. You know, the, okay. If you do it now, uh, chances are that you will kill that plant. So you're much better off okay. waiting until next year. Let yes. let the root system establish, and then then you can do um, the splitting. Okay, thank you. All right. Well, you have a great day. Yeah, bye bye. You too, Angelo. Bye bye. Morning, get Angelo. Hello, good morning. Hey, Angelo. Yes, good morning. Um, what's the best time to cut back um, clethra? Uh, clethra, you can go ahead and do, you can cut. Is it down blooming? It hasn't started blooming yet. Wait until it gets down blooming first, and then go ahead and okay. cut it. Yeah, right after it's down blooming, and you okay. can cut it can back. You cut it back pretty. You can cut it back pretty hard. Yes, you can take back okay. half, about half of it. All right. Um, and what's the best time to, if you wanted to propagate, to take cuttings from it? Uh, we're, we're propagating clatra right now. Um, they're, uh, they're not the easiest thing in the world to propagate. Um, okay. the, um, um, you, you'd have to have a misting system. You know, the, the, uh-huh. when you take the cutting, you, you'd have to, if it's low enough, you can actually uh, kind of do, um, uh, you can take a branch, uh, pin it into the ground. Okay. Uh, and cover it with soil about four or five inches, right? Uh, and then just uh, leave it there. Uh, that should root itself by next spring. Then next right. spring, as as it starts to grow, cut it off. Cut it off of the uh, the the main plant. Off the mother plant, yeah. And then let it, leave it there all all year. Let it okay. let it establish with a root, and then the following spring you can dig it up and replant it. So, uh, how short could I cut it back after it's done blooming? Now, though. I mean, uh, I have you, something that's probably like eight you, foot tall. Eight eight foot. Which variety yeah. do you have? It's a it's a <coughs> rosy or rosera oh, something rosera, like that. Yeah, um, yeah. You, I mean, you can cut them back pretty hard. You can cut them back uh, down to like about couple feet. You know, okay. Are they, are, do you have like a trunk and then the branches come out? How how is how is the base of it? 
um, it, it is, it, it's kind of gotten out of control. It, it just sends up a lot of, uh, it has sent up a lot of suckers over time. Yeah. You, you can go ahead and cut that back as soon as it's down blooming. You know, just cut it back from the ground up about two feet. Uh, it okay. will, it will regrow uh, all the way through. Not, not a problem. All right. okay? okay. Great. Thanks all a right. lot. Have a great day. Yep. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Morning, Al Rangel. Hey, Lou. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Good. Hey, I have, uh, in my backyard, uh, I have about a four foot by 12 foot area that is my red raspberry bushes right uh-huh. inside, inside of a shed. Yep. And I was just wondering if there's anything I should be doing them right now. They have not fruited yet this year, and but right now they've grown to about the vines have grown to about mm, five to six feet tall. Okay. Are they vines or bushes? Uh, raspberry bushes. Yeah. So, so they are they grow, they're growing in a bush like, yeah. They, uh, generally, you know, it all depends what um, what varieties they are. Are they the ever bearing? Um, so for, for the last couple, you know what? And I apologize. I'm going to say it's actually more of a vine. I'm going to say it's more of a vine because they're individual, um, Indiv- individual strands. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. You're okay. Um, yeah. Did, uh, they're not butted up at all with fruit. Uh, we haven't gotten fruit yet this year. Typically we've only been getting one a year later in the summer. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so they're, they're, they're the, um, you know, they're the late, uh, the late uh, blooming variety. Yeah, you'll get, you're gonna get those in the fall. It just, it's, it's the variety there it is. There's, you can't, you're not gonna be able to change that. If you wanna have raspberries, I would get put, I would put them ever, I would put the ever bearing variety. The ever bearing basically starts uh, fruiting now, and then it goes all the way into late fall. Uh, oh, so actually, you're talking about like possibly at some point ripping out. Yeah, there. that's what I would because what you have, it's a it's very late in the fall. They're the ones that come up in September. Right. Yeah. But I wonder if there's anything I should do with them now. Like, should I look? No, at uh, it out? You, you can just yeah. If they're real thick, you can thin them out. But generally, okay. those produce pretty well. Um, you know, with um, you know, by by naturally growing, what I would do is I would feed them. If you haven't fed them, I would just use plantone and iron tone on them. Uh, that's a oh. very, very very slow. Uh, I would just go ahead and do that. But uh, if they're very thick, I would thin them out. If they're not thick, yeah, if, if there's room, it's pretty dense. It's pretty dense. If it's pretty dense, then I would thin them out because what what happens after a while. They get to be so thick that there's too much there, and the fruit right. either you don't have you don't have very little fruit, and if you do have the fruit, it's very small. You're much better off picking. You really want new uh, every two years. You want to remove the old branches, and what, what right. I would do, I would do that in the spring. It's so much easier to do at that time before they start growing. But then they're visible. You can go in there with a hand pruner. You leave. Just selected branches, the ones that, that that's their second year. Everything over the second year, I would get rid of. Right, right. I just um, so I used plant tone and iron tone. Both. Yep, yep, plant tone and iron tone. That they'll, they'll, they'll that will help them a lot. But next okay. next spring, I would really focus on thinning them out. Uh, really uh, good at the end of uh, best time to do it would be March before they start going. It's very easy. Very easy. To, I usually to, cut them down actually pretty low. Yeah, that's okay to do that, but I would also go in there and, and just kind of cut some at ground level so right, that you, right. know, you have uh, you know, certain ones coming. When right. should I plant everbearing? Uh, I would, you, you can plant those anytime. Yeah, as long as they're oh. available, you can plant them anytime. 
All right. Thank All right. You. Have a great day. Yep. Yeah, bye-bye. Well, we're going to have a very wet uh, day today, um, but uh, hopefully uh, the, the sun will, will come out and start drying things out. I'll be back next Saturday. Bye-bye. Have a great day. Summer's in full swing and Petiti Garden Centers is the best place to find fresh, amazing plants all season long. We're growing beautiful annuals, perennials, trees and shrubs and replenishing our stores daily so you can shop the best selection and enjoy the very best value. And right now, it's Hydrangea Fest time at Petiti's. Take advantage of buy one, get one half off on our entire selection of stunning hydrangea. Hydrangeas display massive flowers summer through fall, year after year and Petiti's offers the most varieties of anywhere in Northeast Ohio. Plus, our famous hanging basket sale continues. Stop in for buy one, get one free on all of our gorgeous annual hanging baskets. Perfect for refreshing the look of your summer patio. And make this the best summer of outdoor living ever. Shop at TD's for beautiful patio furniture, umbrellas, and gas fire tables now at 40% off. The TD Garden Centers. We're celebrating 50 years and growing. Welcome to Gardening with Angelo on News Radio WTAM 1100. Now your host, Angelo Petiti. Good morning and welcome to Gardening with Angelo. Our phone number, area code 216-578-1100 or 216-578-1111. Boys, it's been a wet week and uh, for July it's uh, quite unusual to have... Uh, the amount of uh, moisture that we have had, but, uh, you know, it's hopefully it starts to dry up. Uh, we definitely need some dry weather to, especially for the vegetables. You know, as much as they like moisture, um, they do need to dry up, uh, if not all kinds of, um, insect problem and uh, diseases and they're really set in. Uh, we need a, a good uh, two, three days of dry weather so they can uh, get the foliage, can get all the moisture out of the air. Uh, so that, um, you know, we can, uh, get, you know, especially on tomatoes where we have a lot of fruit on there, that, uh, the peppers, uh, these are all things that, um, you need to pay a little bit of attention to now that uh, with all this moisture until things dry up a little bit. Uh, make sure that uh, you keep feeding your containers, especially your hanging baskets in your pots. Um, this amount of rain really takes all the, uh, a lot of the fertilizer out. Uh, the leaching, <coughs> the, the leaching of, uh, the nutrients is pretty heavy when you get, uh, you know, continuous rain. Uh, so just, uh, you know, make sure that uh, you feed them with asthma coat. Uh, that's, um, that's what they're going to need, uh, you know, in order to keep going. Uh, the, um, on your lawn, uh, whenever, as soon as it dries up, uh, if you have not applied your summer application, I would go ahead and do that. Um, and, uh, as far as any kind of weeds that you have, you can use Weed Beater Ultra, uh, that will do a great job as far as getting rid of, especially all these, uh, summer weeds, a lot of the viney weeds. Um, it works very quickly. Uh, do it on a day where there is no chance of rain for 24 hours. Your herbs, uh, make sure you keep cutting them. Don't let them go to seed. You know, make sure you cut them, uh, uh, with this rain, they've been growing a lot faster. Uh, so make sure you cut them on a weekly or, or at least every two weeks. You want to make sure that, uh, uh, you keep them vegetative, uh, you know, uh, put asthma coat on them and they will just keep right on going, uh, with the, uh, with the new growth. Uh, they dry very easy. If you have not dried herbs, uh, they're very easy to dry. Make sure that, um, 
lay them on, on your counter, uh, put them in a microwave, put a, uh, put a uh, paper towel down, put the herbs on top, another paper towel on top of that. Two minutes uh, is all they need, and uh, they're good and dry, and you can go ahead and uh, put them in um, in bottles and use them for whenever you, you don't have the herbs. They're really uh, just a great way to have fresh herbs all year. Uh, your petunias, especially the uh, some of the uh, surfinias, uh, they're, they're the more aggressive ones. They're ones with a the large flower. They self-clean. Uh, at this time of the year, you should really cut them back. You know, if you if you have not cut them back at all, uh, I would take about one third off. Uh, they will be right back in bloom. Uh, don't let those stems get woody. You want them to keep them very soft, very vegetative. You want them to keep growing. Uh, the same thing, feed all your pots, all your baskets with Osmocote. Uh, that is the time to, to go ahead and do that, uh, then now. The, um, if you want to, on your lawn, uh, if you don't want the lawn to, to be, to growing at a fast rate with all the nitrogen that's in a fertilizer, you can just use iron tone and lightning line together. Uh, that will slow the, uh, the growth, but the lawn will be extremely, extremely rich that, um, a very rich, uh, very rich green. <clears throat> Great time to, uh, to, tim to trim your white pines, your blue spruces, your taxes, your hemlocks, junipers, uh, boxwoods, hollies, uh, arborvitaes. Uh, they're done growing, uh, for the, for the spurt of the, of the spring. Uh, on the pines and the spruces, you want to take that new growth and take about half of it off. You can take as much as two thirds off. By F is about the normal rate. There's plenty of room there for new buds. Uh, the buds will kind of fill in and that, that, that's how you keep them nice and full. Um, hemlocks the same way. Just give them their new growth to take about half of that off on the taxes. Uh, you don't want to cut them really hard. You want to just take all the new growth off. You can take about half or two thirds of that off. Uh, same thing with junipers, uh, just uh, give them a nice trim. On the, um, on the boxwoods, you can just shape them nice. You can take, if you want to keep them the same size, you can actually take about 80% of the new growth off and they keep them nice and short, short, tight, uh, to the size that, uh, that you want them. With the moisture, uh, you're going to see a lot of diseases in the lawn. Uh, get ahead of it by using the Scott's Disease X. Uh, you want to apply that uh, whenever it dries up. Uh, that will uh, take care of any of the diseases that I said we're going to see quite a bit of it with uh, uh, this kind of moisture sitting and these night temperatures where the, the temperature is up and the moisture just sits there. It really becomes very... Uh, um, you know, very tough on the, uh, on the plants. <clears throat> on the vegetables, uh, you're gonna see, <clears throat> excuse me, you're gonna see a lot of beetles, uh, caterpillars and other bugs that didn't, a lot of the chewing insects on there get ahead of it. Captain Jack's dead brew, uh, that is really, uh, it's an organic. It works extremely well on vegetables. Uh, make sure you keep an eye on it. Uh, make sure you get the underneath of the foliage. Uh, very, very important that you get underneath uh, the foliage so that uh, uh, you can get you know good, really good coverage. But uh, get ahead as soon as the uh, this rain stops, that you get a dry day. Make sure you do it this way uh, before before they hatch and be all over the place. Make sure that uh, you take care of it. The uh, another thing with spider mites, uh, they're going to be extremely active, uh, especially on, on burning bush roses and junipers. Those are the, the most successful to them. Uh, Bio advanced. This, uh, insect 
uh, disease that might control is the best thing to use. It's a systemic. Uh, it will stay there for five or six weeks, and uh, hopefully we get on dry weather so that uh, you don't have to do that again. Uh, the same thing with uh, the fungus. So you, you know, start apply copper fungicide on all the uh, the plants that they're very susceptible. A lot of the perennials are a lot of the. A lot of the roses, uh, clematis, you want to make sure you stay ahead of it uh, so that it doesn't become uh, a problem. Once it sets in, uh, very difficult to control after that. Uh, a lot of mosquitoes, if you have any water standing, make sure that you get rid of it. We stay really on top of any of the areas where water just sits there, whether it be a bird bath, a, you know, a pail, uh, a low area on your, uh, you know, on your walk, on your patio. Uh, make sure you wash it away. Make sure you get clean, you clean it out. Uh, that becomes a, a just a, a, an area for the mosquitoes to breed. Uh, in the uh, bird baths, just use a mosquito beater pouches so that it really keeps them nice and clean and, it keep, and you stay ahead of it. Uh, on the tomatoes, uh, make sure that you apply the lightning lime. Even though you applied it before with this amount of moisture, uh, you're going to see that there's going to be a lot of um, a lot of it washed away, and you're going to you know it's it's really going to leach through a lot faster. You, uh, I would just apply it again so that you make sure that um, that it works. I know your right ranges. Um, so the, the, all these new varieties of branches, they are rebloomers. Uh, you want to make sure as soon as the flower is faded off, uh, go down two nodes below the flower, make the cut. That will rebreak, and that that's how the new, all the new blooms get set. You can keep those plants in bloom uh, pretty much all summer. The same thing with the uh, arborescence, like Annabelle, Incredible, any of the arborescence. They get down blooming. Go down two, three notes, cut the flower off, and uh, they will keep on going. On the um, uh, butterfly bushes, uh, same thing there. Just uh, as they get down blooming every couple of weeks, kind of remove all the blooms. Go down and make sure that you get a, a note or two below the, the flower so that it's got a place to break and reset the flower. Uh, these are all plants that you can keep blooming all the way into the, uh, late October, uh, early November. Uh, and just keep up with it on a... Uh, Every so often, uh, just so that they have a, a, a room there for the new, you know, for the new breaks to come out and have the, the new flowers there. You are listening to Gardening with Angelo. Our phone number is area code 216-578-1100 or 216-578-1111. Short pause. We'll be right back. Summer's in full swing and Petiti Garden Centers is the best place to find fresh, amazing plants all season long. We're growing beautiful annuals, perennials, trees and shrubs and replenishing our stores daily so you can shop the best selection and enjoy the very best value. And right now, it's Hydrangea Fest time at Petiti's. Take advantage of buy one, get one half off on our entire selection of stunning hydrangea. Hydrangeas display massive flowers summer through fall, year after year, and Petiti's offers the most varieties of anywhere in Northeast Ohio. Plus, our famous hanging basket sale continues. Stop in for buy one, get one free on all of our gorgeous annual hanging baskets. Perfect for refreshing the look of your summer patio. And make this the best summer of outdoor living ever. Shop Petiti's for beautiful patio furniture umbrellas, and gas fire tables now at 40% off. Petiti Garden Centers. We're celebrating 50 years and growing. At Petiti's Home and Garden Center Back to Gardening with Angelo on News Radio WTAM 1100. Once again, Angelo Petiti. We're back. You are listening to Gardening with Angelo. Our phone number, area code 216 578 1100. 216 578 1111. 
Uh, good morning, yeah, with Angelo. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Hello, Angelo. Yes, how we doing? Yes, how we doing? Uh, I'm doing quite well, other than a few problems I'm having. This is Rich Carruthers from Sandusky, Ohio. We haven't spoke in a while, and uh, I listen every week. Well, thanks a lot. Do you guys get some flooding out there? No, actually, it's amazing. We I expected to find a big pond in my backyard, and apparently my yard didn't do it. Last night was the hardest rain we've had. Yep. So but I, I haven't been up by the water by the yeah. lake, you yeah. know. Yeah, I can help you. I'm sure it's everywhere. The problem I got is I got a bush. Of course, I told you I had a stroke 14 years ago, and I was trimming this bush 14 years ago, so I call it the stroke bush. And a friend of mine noticed a color difference in it, and I started investigating it. And another buddy of mine brought, took out a white piece of paper and shook the bush. And it dropped a bunch of eggs and little red spiders. Yep. And yep. I'm curious what I, I tried Captain Jack on it and it ain't working. Yeah, the, you know, you want to make sure that on that you use the, uh, you know, the, those are spider mites, you know, so you want, yep. yeah, you want to use a, a mite, uh, mite control. Uh, that will take care of it, you know. Is that something you soak it around the bottom of the tree or the bush? No, you just spray. You just spray the. Uh, you just spray the bush. You just make sure that you get underneath. You know, get underneath that. You know, you want to make yeah. sure that uh, uh, bio bio advanced insect control uh, that will take care of it. Uh, just you, you one spray, and I would wait until the this weather clears up. You, you need about uh, twenty four hours of dry weather. But make sure that only you get the top. Make sure you really get the underneath, uh, under the foliage. Um, and I would, I would wait uh, uh, four or five days. I would do it one more time, and you should be pretty well set for the rest of the season. Okay, because I lost a bush, a pine bush that I had for twenty five years, and the guy told me it was scale. Yeah, yeah, scale, scale will do the same thing, you know, especially on pines. It's very prevalent. But if you on the spider mites, I would, uh, I would not waste too much time getting that done. Okay. All right. Now, next question: I do uh, holly tone and plant tone on my pines. Yeah, holly tone is what you want to use on your evergreens. Uh, holly tone and iron tone. But I got a plant that's a pine, and uh, I'm curious what I could uh, fertilize it with. Is yeah, there a liquid fertilizer? No, holly tone. Holly tone and iron tone. Oh, because it's underneath my deck, and yeah. it, I have my deck built around it, and it's 15 foot. It's a weeping yeah. pine. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, that'll, that, you know, that'll work really well. Get down under there and spread that around. Yeah, huh? yes. Okay. All right. Well, thank you for the right. information. Have a great day. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Morning, yeah, we're Angelo. Hello. Good morning. Angelo. Yes. Good morning. Hi. Um, this past spring, I planted a Cherokee Princess dogwood. Okay. And um, it was in a pot, and I planted it slightly uh, above ground. However, now it looks as though all the water and so forth it may have sunk a bit. It's probably at ground level. It looks perfectly fine. However, I had read that these dogwoods do not like to have wet feet, and it has been really wet. So I'm thinking maybe I should raise it up above ground a bit, and I'm wondering, should I do that now or maybe wait till the fall? I'm afraid I'm going to lose it because it's been so wet and this is you know not uh, advantageous for this yeah for the dogwood plant. yeah i would not do that now you you planted that last year 
No, this past June. This past June. Early June. Early June. Yeah, I would. Uh, yeah, you you could you know if if a song yeah you could definitely lift that up now you could okay. definitely do that uh, I would wait until the uh, the ground is a little bit more workable because what happens now is you go to dig yes. around it it's just going to be a mud um, you know it's just yes. the soil is going to be uh, very uh, uh, compact and you don't you you know you want to make it so it's a nice and fluffy. Uh, right. Yeah, you can definitely lift that up. If it's song, yeah, lift it up, absolutely. And, I got and, some of your planting mix. Should I mix that in with the existing soil? Yeah, I would, just go, I would just go ahead and when you lift that up, uh, yes. you lift the ball up, uh, take the um, the soil around it, work with, put the planting mix in it, and then lift it. It should be about four inches above the the grade of the of the uh, the bed. Okay. Okay, great. All so, right. So that it slopes out. You know, yes. you have a, from the trunk out, so you have a nice gentle slope off of it. Right. Okay. Very good. Okay, I'll get that done. Hopefully, it'll dry up some maybe towards the end of the week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, by the middle of the week, hopefully, it'll be uh, dry enough to do that. But uh, yes, okay. whenever you get a chance, I would do it. Okay. Thank you so All much. All right. Have a great day. Yep. Bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye. Good morning, Al Rancho. Hello. Good morning. Hello. Good morning. Hello. Hello. Yes, go ahead. Go ahead. Hi, Angelo. I'm Angelo? listening. Yeah, I'm listening. I'm sorry. Uh, Angelo, I got a red twig dogwood bush uh-huh. that's um, overgrown, and I thought you said you could prune that while it's growing. Uh, you, can t- you can touch it up lightly now. You know, the, the best time to do that would be early, if you do this on a yearly basis. So what I would do when it comes in the late, uh, late March, early April, whenever they have to... They have to, they have to start growing just a little bit. Although you know what, the, we're the middle of July. Yeah, you can you can cut that pretty hard right now. Actually, you can cut that really hard right now, and still has got plenty of time for it to regrow uh, without getting any dieback. Um, yeah, you can go ahead and cut that hard right now. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. And but it, what I was about to say before was in the spring <clears throat> when it comes at the end of uh, March, early April. Whenever their growth just starts to show, um, they just start those little buds start to show. You can actually cut that down to the ground, and you will have a just a, a brand new beautiful bush. You know, you cut it like about six or eight inches off the ground. Uh, sometimes the, those red twigs have a tendency to get woody at the bottom instead uh-huh. of being nice and full from the ground up. If yours is woody, for now I would just trim it. To, you can take it down halfway. But when it comes next spring, you can actually cut it down to like about uh, six, eight inches off the ground. What you will have, you will have growth coming right out of the ground, right out of the bottom. You'll have a, a brand new, beautiful, lush uh, plant all summer long, um, and you, you and you can control the height that way. But Is for that now, the same time we, for now, you can cut um, what you have there. You can cut halfway. Okay, um, in the springtime. Is that the same time to do the? Um uh, the burning bushes? Same time, exactly. Exactly. Oh, you, you, generally, those two, uh, they butt up about the same time. It, it, you want to don't do it before they start. Those, you see those little buds. What happens if right. you do it before? Whatever you make the cut, you're going to have a dieback over there, usually three, four inches. That also becomes a place for insects to lay their eggs. That's what you're trying to avoid. Uh, once they start, the little bud shows up, then it's time to do it, and then you can do it as hard as you want. Perfect. Uh, thank you very much, Angelo. All right. You have a great day. Yep. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Good morning, Angelo. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. How are we doing? 
Fine, thank you. How can I get rid of bittercress in my garden beds, my flower beds? In your flower beds, uh, just uh, you can use uh, uh, just a weed beater. That that'll work really well. Uh, okay. If there is um, uh, shrubs or perennials around it, what I would do, you can cover them. Uh, you can either use a, uh, a plastic bag or, uh, or or a garbage bag over them, uh, spray it, and then you can just take it off so that there's no chance of any spray going on the uh, on your existing plants. Uh, that'll work really, really well. Okay, thank you. Have a great day. All right, you do the same. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Thank you. Morning, Gerard Hello, good morning. Good morning. Hello. Yeah. Yes. I got a question about uh, small little mushrooms in my grass. Uh, that's basically uh, the, the soil having uh, uh, being sour. Uh, the pH is on the sour side. Uh, just apply lightning lime to it. Uh, lime? Yeah, oh, okay. I, yeah. I would just use a lightning lime. It's a um, uh, concentrated, hydrated lime. Uh, just go ahead and put that down, and it'll work immediately, and uh, that, the, the mushrooms will go away. I would do that on a yearly basis. Best time to do that is in the fall. Fall? You know, oh, fall yeah, okay. but, but you can do that now. If you have, you have mushrooms there now, you can go ahead and apply it now, uh, especially with all this rain that uh, we have had. The, the moisture will suck it right in uh, whenever you do it. Gotcha. But, but, but that, will take, that will take care of it. Uh, rhododendrons, uh, like one side of the uh, rhododendrium is like uh, burnt, but the other side is growing beautiful. Yeah, it's probably, so. Would you cut, cut that back? Yeah, I would just go ahead and cut off the area that's burned. Um, and actually, on the rhododendron right now, what you can, what you can do, uh, if it if, if it becomes lopsided, the new growth that you have there now, you can take the new growth and cut that halfway. Uh, and there is plenty of time for that to uh, rebreak and to regrow and still set buds for next year. Uh, when you look at the rhododendron, depending on how lopsided it becomes by, by just having, uh, you know, losing one side, you can actually go to last year's wood. So this year's wood is a very, very light green. Last year's wood is a dark green. Mm-hmm. You go down into the dark green wood, look for these little beads like that, like a little bead on the, on the wood. Make sure that you make the cut up above the bead, above the little bud, and that faces outwards. Uh, that, that's where it's going to re-break. Uh, that, it's got plenty of time to re-break, regrow, and set buds for next year. And you can do that right now. <clears throat> gotcha, gotcha. Uh, tomatoes are doing beautiful. Last year I had 700 tomatoes. This year I'm going to have 1,400. Wow, wow. you <laughs> You're gonna make a lot of sauce or something with them. Oh yeah, I have yeah. a lot of fresh yeah. sauce. Yeah. Okay, well, with yeah, with, with the rain, I would I would go ahead and um, you know spray them or put the lightning lime around the base. You are going to the, yeah this a is, little lime. I use yeah. eggshells. Yeah, uh, yeah, that I, that works. That works. But it just uh, okay. with the amount of rain that we're having, uh, the uh, the bottom end round is going to be much more prevalent, especially if it doesn't dry up. I would also take the yeah. bottom leaves off, let, let some air go through. Oh, I do, there. I do. So. I, uh, I take them, they're growing to almost seven oh. feet tall right now. Awesome. <laughs> well, you have a great day. Yep, bye-bye. Okay, you too. Bye-bye. Morning, Angelo. Hello, good morning. Good morning, Angelo. Yeah. How are we doing? Good, good. I have a question about peonies. Uh-huh. 
I moved them last fall, and now the ground was all new and soft. They're sunk. I know they're sunk down now, and that's not a good thing. Should I lift them now? Or I, I wait? Would, and what I, I was going to do is not remove them, but kind of just lift them up. Yeah, I would wait till mid-August. Uh, it's a lot better time to do that. Um, when it comes about the middle of August, just go ahead and cut those, cut the foliage down, uh, cut it down to like about three, four inches, lift up the whole, you know, the whole, uh, the whole plant, uh, clean it all out. And then when you go to reset it, I would set it in a little amount so that you want the top of that, uh, the crown to be even with the soil. You don't want that to be buried. So you can raise it up just a little bit, like three, four inches. When you make the mount and then set the plant in, when you set the plant in, make sure that that top stays exposed. Okay, should I add anything to them when I do the lifting or no? If the soil, you know, depending on how you, if you added stuff to it last year, it'll be okay. If not, you can always add okay. some, some planting mix to it or some uh, sweet pea to it just to work it with the soil and put it in. Just when you do it, just kind of mound that out and pack water at, as you you put it in, water it, uh, let it settle, water it again, let it settle again. This way you make sure that it's really packed down so that it doesn't sink after you're done with the, with the work. And then I have a, a very good-sized section of overcrowded bearded irises that I was going to do about the same time. And I think I did, when I did it last time, I don't think it was correct. You want to save the bigger yeah what what the the time the, the time would be about the same time middle of august uh cut the foliage down to like about six inches then when you take the clump out um you leave about three or four of the rhizomes and then you make sure that the rhizomes are half in and half out those have to be out uh, if they don't they either rot or they will not bloom um, the same thing there you want to mound them so that you have a really nice little mound there. And then when you set them in, make sure that you really kind of pack them in there. Uh, but I wouldn't cut any more than four, three to four rhizomes for each one. Cut three to four rhizomes? Yeah. For when, each, oh, when, for when, each little yeah, For each little, yeah, as you replant. And then don't you discard? Do you discard the bigger ones or you, you, bigger rhizomes? No, you just go ahead. As long as there is only three or four for each, and the, the rhizomes are are good and you know clean. There's no disease on them. There's no scarring. Uh, that's really all you need to do. Okay. Very yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. Just and to, no you know, feeding of either one. No, no feeding no, of any no, of No stuff feeding now. at that time of either one. You just uh, you know uh, you, you, you know you can put uh, uh, just a little bit of uh, you know like plantone, just very little, uh, but that's about it. Very good. Thank All you. right. Uh, have a great day. Yeah, bye-bye. You, you bye listen bye. to Gardening with Angela. Our phone number is area code 216-578-1100 or 216-578-1111. Short pause for the news. I'll be right back. AJ Petit. Summer's in full swing and Petit Garden Centers is the best place to find fresh, amazing plants all season long. We're growing beautiful annuals, perennials, trees and shrubs and replenishing our stores daily so you can shop the best selection and enjoy the very best value. And right now, it's Hydrangea Fest time at Petiti's. Take advantage of buy one, get one half off on our entire selection of stunning hydrangea. Hydrangeas display massive flowers summer through fall, year after year and Petiti's offers the most varieties of anywhere in Northeast Ohio. 
Plus, our famous hanging basket sale continues. Stop in for buy one, get one free on all of our gorgeous annual hanging baskets. Perfect for refreshing the look of your summer patio. And make this the best summer of outdoor living ever. Shop at TV's for beautiful patio furniture, umbrellas, and gas fire tables now at 40% off. The TD Garden Centers. We're celebrating 50 years and growing. At the TD Garden Centers. 